0: The IDF is now operating a very targeted mission in Al-Shifa Hospital to eliminate the terrorist Hamas that have a um, headquarters underneath the hospital. Trucks with fuel have begun crossing into Gaza. That is, as of yesterday, um, we see incubators being brought from Israel into the Al-Shifa Hospital. And Qatar says an Israel-Hamas deal to release 50 hostages with possibly a three-day truce I'm not sure if that is confirmed, but that is what we are hearing. Um, Many, many civilians have been killed on both sides of this traumatic war that we are now seeing in the Middle East. But yesterday in the United States, over 250,000, I heard 290,000 people showed up for a march on the National Mall. It was called a March for Israel. It was threefold. It was to to show support for Israel's right to defend itself. It was a march against anti-Semitism. But first and foremost, it was a march to have the 239 hostages that are still being held by Hamas terrorists in tunnels underground Gaza to be released. Today is their 40th day in captivity, and we have not heard from them. They are still being, God willing, they are still alive, and they are still being held hostage. We tried to speak with my daughter, Ruby, who was at the march yesterday, flew in in the morning with a bunch of local organizations and flew back last night. On that plane uh, was also Julie Burton. Julie is a dear friend of mine. She is the owner of Modern Well, a co-working space here in Minneapolis right off 394. Uh, she was there in this rally to support Israel. So we've asked her to join us to, to give us her thoughts on what happened yesterday. Julie is joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And Julie, I am so glad to speak with you live on the air today.
1: Jordana, thank you so much. For having me and, and i was sitting very closely to your daughter on nice. that plane I, know. I got a picture
0: from you guys and i, I know ruby was in good hands because so many of other uh the jewish mamas and my dear friends were on that plane and at that rally um i was so jealous i was glued to the live stream uh from stand with us that is an organization uh that supports uh jewry all over the world jewish people all over the world uh so julie First of all, talk to me about why you wanted to go and and were you a little nervous about going? Yes, I was actually
1: very nervous. Um, i I was nervous about our our safety. Um, mm-hmm. and I went because I felt very strongly that I needed to um represent the people of the Twin Cities and around the country. Um, to stand in solidarity with, with the Jewish people, um, to advocate for the release of the hostages, to denounce anti Semitism. And as, um, for my grandparents who, and great grandparents who came over here, escaped persecution, some of them did not. Um, some of them were among the six million that were killed, um, slaughtered by the Nazis in the Holocaust. And they sacrificed so that we could live freely as Jews in this country and in Israel. And I went for them.
2: You said, though, and I, and I thank you for being so candid, that, you know, there are security concerns when we when were that with that many people in that kind of environment that you had those concerns. And I, I don't think anybody would fault you for that. But you said you felt you need to go. Expl- explain that a little more in depth about why it was so important for you to take that step.
1: So I think I think there's a lot of fear right now. Um, there's a lot of fear, and and it's valid. I mean, our, our our kids on college campuses, our Jewish kids on college campuses, are are being attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a good friend whose eight year old son is in third grade and he is being very, um, he's being bullied, um, intensely, very intensely for, for being Jewish. So I felt like I needed to to look at my fear, um, and anxiety and, and think about, okay, yes. Could, do people want to hurt the Jews right now? Yes. Um, could I be in danger? Yes. But, um, I still, I still need to go because, um, if, if I'm not gonna go, who is gonna go, right? Like if, if we, if we as Jews right now are not willing to stand up for ourselves, even with our fear, um, then, then there's no one standing for us, Mm -hmm. right? And there's a lot of people who are standing against us. So I just felt like I needed to use my voice and, um, and, and I took a lot of people with me um, who, who Jordana include, you know, included mm-hmm. um, a lot of my friends who could not go for whatever reason, family members who n- could not go. I said, I've got you, you're with me in my heart, on my back and, um, and really when I was there, I did feel pretty safe. I mean, it was, there were no protests that I did not hear or see a protester. Um, security was very tight. there were multiple security checkpoints with you know metal detectors and bag checks and they didn't let you know a lot of you know sharp obje- objects no you know they it was it was very very well run and um and yes when you're when you're in a crowd of you know hundreds of thousands of jews do you do you feel scared yes um but but i but i was i, I wasn't nervous the whole time I was able Good. to really hear the speakers and 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 feel the energy which was
0: amazing and yes I you know I talked with Ruby briefly because it was so late when you guys got home and she just said it was one of the most incredible days of her life to we could feel the energy even watching the live stream I cried multiple times I mean there were so many speakers in the Senate in the house uh, ambassadors celebrities there were so many incredible speakers and also families of hostages mothers and fathers of children who who are being held in the tunnels of Gaza and have been for 40 days. Such powerful speakers. Uh, Julie, we know there are so many people that hate us. This anti-Israel sentiment has quickly devolved into anti-Semitism. We are hearing chants of gas the Jews all over the world. Hitler should have finished you off in the ovens. We are hearing this. And... I know that you were afraid. I was afraid. Ruby was afraid. And I'm so proud of you guys and the other 290,000 people that went. And by the way, there were protests because we saw that on TV. And I'm so glad that you were shielded from that. Oh, good. <laughs> so, no, I'm glad. So, I'm glad that I didn't. I'm glad we didn't see it because we, we, we really didn't, um, at least good. from
1: where I was standing. Well,
0: um, and I also want. Oh, please. Sorry. No, no, no. You go. You talk.
1: Well, I well I wanna I wanna share something that um, that I was also struck with in you know I anyone who knows of modern well and the work that we've done um, for the past several years around um, anti racism and diversity and inclusion. I noticed and I always look at things with this lens now, um as, as I've done a lot of work around this, but I noticed that there was a tremendous amount of diversity. I, you know, I think people think of a bunch of Jews gathering as the sort of the optics would be a bunch of white people, right? And I will say that there there were black people, Asian, um, Latino. I mean, it was, and and the signs that people held that they were, you know. Standing um, and with Israel, there was way more diversity than I maybe would have expected, or or people thinking about who would be there um, would expect. And I was really I was really happy to see that as well.
2: Well, I was going to ask you that that I, I hope it wasn't only Jews there. I hope there was people of all religions uh, standing with yes. you in support and in solidarity. Were you able to talk to other people from different religions and kind of? Feel that personal boost, uh, you know, as, as a Jew.
1: That's a great question. So, so there were there were some people with T-shirts on that said, you know, Christians for for Israel, mm-hmm. and we and we kind of and, and you know they walked by and I said, love your T-shirt, thanks for the support, and they're like, we're with you, you know. So there was definitely that energy um, in a lot of the messages from from people who spoke. Um, many, most of whom were not, are not Jewish, um, were of, we are with you. We are standing with you. You are not alone. We will not tolerate anti-Semitism. Um, and they actually changed even the word. They said, you know, we're not going to call it anti-Semitism. We're going to call it Jew hatred. And I thought that was really powerful, too, because people don't even really understand what anti-Semitism means. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to call it what it is. It is Jew hatred. Um, so I definitely felt the support and love of of a lot of people. Lynn, like you said, not just Jewish people.
0: Julie, we're out of time, but is there anything else that you want to throw in? Anything uh, you want to share with us? Any other takeaways uh, from last night? I'm, I'm or yesterday. I'm sure you're exhausted. It was a very long oh, day. It was a very long day. Um,
1: you know, like you talked about Jordana. I think the hostage situation and hearing from the from the parents was just whoa. Um, heart wrenching and there were, and, and they pleaded with us to continue to make calls and write letters to get those hostages home. So that was, a, that was for me a huge call to action. Um, that every day we need to, to be working to, to get those hostages home. And I think also the, the anti-Semitism, you know, there's a big mashup now between, you know, where you stand with, with the Hamas-Israel war. Um, And then anti-Semitism and everything's getting kind of mashed together. And I think that people need to really separate out and call out anti-Semitism as they see it.
0: That's right. That's right. And you can still criticize. You get to criticize governments. You get to criticize. Yep. But Jew hatred should not be acceptable. Yes. Julie Burton. Thank you, Julie. The, the owner of Modern Well. If you guys don't know about Modern Well, it is a co-working space. It is amazing. She is such an advocate and supporter uh, for small businesses and all across the board, uh, just with diversity and equity. And uh, I'm so proud of what you do over at Modern Well, Julie. And thank you again for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You got it. Julie's also the author of the book, The Self-Care Solution, because she is an advocate for, for mothers and women as well. She has four children of her own. So um, I'm so jealous, Adam. I mean, I, I know maybe you didn't watch. You, well, you were watching a random review, but I was watching the live stream, I, and Mark and I were both crying.
2: Well, I'm taken from what she said, too, and this is uh, astonishing that you can get that many people together, and on relatively short notice, you know, it's not like this has been planned for six months, but... To get those security measures in place mm-hmm. where you can feel yes. safe and secure in that kind of environment, mm-hmm. bravo to the folks who, who were able to do that.
0: Yes, and thank you. The Washington police, and I was actually, um, I mean, I was consuming everything I could about the rally, and some members of the Washington PD, and, and by the way, the uh, the National Guard was called out to protect peaceably and by the way it was a very very peaceful almost 300,000 pe- you know people no incidents of violence uh, from those who were there for the rally and the the police did say there was a quote from the police that said i have never been thanked so much in one day as i have in my whole career and i was proud of the ralliers that said you know, thank you to the police because they know it would not have been safe for them with the almost 400% rise in Jew hatred over the last month. It would not have been safe for them had they not had that protection. So very, very grateful. Um, Speaking of the things that you were watching last night, our random review was certainly one of them. And also, friends, we still have to give away those Kenny Chesney tickets. So I hope you know the key word because that is going to happen in the show next. (laughs)
2: I had this song in my head all weekend. Really? Because, uh, Yeah, in my deer stand because oh, there's, deer stand. there's a thing called buck fever. That's when you see a big buck and you get nervous and shaky and maybe miss.
0: Ooh, does that happen, really?
2: Oh, yeah, buck fever. So I was singing that song in my head replacing night with buck. Buck fever, buck fever. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, but you didn't get a buck. You didn't, didn't get know. a deer. Did any I, of your friends?
2: Oh, yeah, my friend Pete got a nice big 10-point buck big buck
0: and does he share or is it all for him
2: oh no 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 there's plenty to go around so i'm perfectly happy with not getting a deer because i'll get some venison
0: all right you'll get some venison not Not a big deal deal. are you gonna make jerky venison jerky
2: uh yes not personally but i'll have somebody make it
0: oh because i'm inspired by the show alone now i know how to (laughs) make jerky remember he made is it beaver is it beaver jerky
2: yes he uh Smoked it. Smoked the yeah. beaver. Like made his own grill it.
0: or something. Yes. You know? and I, that then was... he got sick.
2: So I rely on the professionals to do that. Why don't you uh, bring a piece over to Jordana's house and we'll all the go make jerky the, someday? The, the problem is the good venison jerky. Uh, uh, the beef <laughs> sticks they make. I call them beef sticks, but they venison. They mix them with pork. Is the problem?
0: Oh. Wait, why is that a problem?
2: It's a problem for you.
0: Well, yeah, for sure. I'm not eating the jerky anyway, but, you oh. know, I mean, it's not a problem. Would you try, like, a
2: venison roast? Can you eat venison?
0: You know I'm vegan now, and no, oh, that's right. a, a buck sorry. that's killed in the wild okay. would not be kosher anyway. So many they rules. Would have to be killed in a different way, yes. So I do rules. believe deer is kosher, but it has to be killed in a certain way. Okay. And not shot. Not shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of shots, by the way, I told David I have a victory today because after the show and after the potluck uh, that is at our... Our, oh. our station today that you won't mm. be going to I'm missing the pot i went upstairs
3: it smells like crock pot mm, like there you go. lots oh, of things i
2: baked all pot. night too i had plans you to bake this huge yeah. presentation i was oh. going to make this yeah. huge presentation yeah. you yeah. shamed me last week I that did. i felt bad yeah, I, I was going to make a big brisket no you
0: weren't no, yeah, no you weren't as you're, far as you know lying. i
2: was going to mm-hmm. yeah, you're
0: lying. But Jord- you got
2: COVID. jordana what are we bringing to the potluck today
0: we're bringing yeah. our sparkling personalities, David, because <laughs> I know that you and I both didn't bring it. Oh, you, did, you I didn't?
3: No. So I didn't, Danny, you didn't for coming bring in handed and then we're both going to go there with nothing.
0: I was going to bring What love. a <laughs> hypocrite. You <laughs> oh, are such a on. fraud.
2: I'm so bad. I'm
0: so bad. <laughs> but um, you know what? I'm not going to eat. I'll go up and I'll visit, but I won't eat because I feel I'm not being contributory. So then I won't eat and that will balance out my bad day. Okay.
3: Well, it's not my fault that you didn't bring something for us. So I'm, I'm still going to eat. I'm awful. Even I'm though just, I'm playing nothing. I'm the
0: worst. I'm so bad, really. So I'm getting <laughs> skewered today. Just a bad day all around. I rolled my eyes at somebody at Costco and now oh, yeah. I forgot to bring some stuff for the potluck. I'm, I'm so bad. Um, I was at, I was telling you, Adam, that I'm getting my last shot
2: today. Yes.
3: Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
0: After the potluck, I'm going over the CVS, and I will be getting my last shot. So I will be a full-on, like three-year-old, a fully vaccinated, fully vaccinated, almost five-year-old with my brand new immune system. So I'm super excited about that.
2: Let me ask you this: out of measles, mumps, and rubella, mm. knowing nothing really about all three, right? Which one are you pick? Let's say you you have to have one of those: measles, mumps or rubella, which one are you taking?
0: I'm going to have to Google that because I... Don't
2: I, Google. No, you, you got to pick one and then we'll Google. We'll see who has the worst case.
0: I mean, maybe I'll choose rubella because measles and mumps are both like physical manifestations and I really don't want to be pockmarked. So I might have to pick rubella.
3: <laughs> so you're vain and you don't yep. want marks on your skin. So you're totally. picking
0: r- of course. rhubarb
3: or rubella, rubella or whatever really. it is that no one's ever heard
2: of. For sure. I'll take mumps. It'll and dave gets measles all right, Dave. right
0: all right we'll google so it
2: during, the, during break. the break google your uh, ailment and see measles? okay <laughs> and see how I'm bad literally it's gonna it, be for putting
0: me. that into chat GPT right now okay. google bard okay what's worse measles mumps or rubella um but we are we're very excited to talk about our random review right? oh yeah
2: this might be a, the most excited i've ever been to talk about one
0: yeah all right the twi- escaping twin flames if you did the homework chime in next
2: Okay, before we get to the random review, uh, in honor of Jordana getting the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine today, (laughs) we made a random pick. We did did a random disease review of, okay, Jordana took rubella, Mm -hmm. I took mumps, and David took measles, and I'll just say right off the bat, I made the the wrong choice. Uh, Mumps can be serious. Men can develop pain and swelling in their testicles. So, yes, (laughs) I made the wrong choice.
0: That's a tough one. That's a
2: tough one. Ouch. Sorry, buddy.
0: Well, I think you made a better choice than measles because apparently measles, the complications are pneumonia, encephalitis, or death.
2: Well, that's not good.
0: Mumps is meningitis and deafness. I guess the testicle thing too. But I think I have chosen well with rubella. It can give me arthritis or congenital rubella syndrome, which I don't know what it is. Wait, but but
3: arthritis is like chronic. You're going to have arthritis for the rest of your life. Well, you're going to be dead. No, it only kills kids <laughs> and, and I'm over here people. with
2: my swollen testicles. Big <laughs> <The so>.
3: testicles <laughs> and death.
0: <so>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll take the arthritis and then I'll eat hot peppers or something. But um. Okay, on to our random yes. review. I know you're excited, so you take the stage.
2: Okay. We uh, picked it yesterday, docuseries, and it's called, uh, what was it? Fighting, I forget the name already. Escaping it, Twin escaping Flames. Escaping Twin Flames. Let's hear a little sample.
1: I thought that everything in my life was going good, but I was just missing my true love.
0: You too can have harmonious union. I found people that I can relate to and I can trust. We had 38,000 people in the group. This is the story of falling in love. They're
1: saying things like, are you ready for the ultimate love of your life?
2: What Jeff and Shalia do has nothing to do with love. It's control. Oh my gosh. So... Crazy. I hear that Jeff's voice and I just get uh, my hackles are raised because, again, we talk about it all the time about you can make a lot of money preying on vulnerable people. We see it all the time. Usually it's senior citizens, you know, that gets scammed. But this is a couple. uh, Really, it's the guy who's kind of he's the one who is so he's a young man. He's a studies business. And suddenly he starts all these websites and he creates this website, he and his wife, about the twin flame. There's this belief of the twin flame where basically it's a soulmate. soulmate. You have a soulmate. Somebody who has that twin flame, you find it. So they create this website. They create a group of people who seek to find the true love of their life, preying on people who... Basically, it's people who've suffered like heartbreak. That is kind of their. It's people who've had heartbreak who come, who are desperate. They look online, they find this twin flame, and they join this group. And this group, they say, "Yeah, well, you will find your twin flame." Or if you've already found your twin flame and they've rejected you, keep pursuing them. Basically, stalk them. That's how you're gonna, you know, mm-hmm. convince them mm-hmm. that you're their twin flame. And sadly. We see all these people, it's a majority of women who join this group yep. that are, have experienced this heartbreak and they turn to this group in desperation and they are just played upon and it becomes a, like a Ponzi scheme, a pyramid scheme mm-hmm. of the higher-ups getting involved in coaching and making money. Pretty much it just turns into this money-making venture for this couple and oh, I was gripped by it. I watched, there's three episodes, they're each about an hour long. I went right through all three of them. I, I was like, I got to keep watching this, mm-hmm. and it was so. I felt so bad. You know who I really felt bad for was the little sister of the. Uh, I think her Marley was her name. I believe.
0: No, so Marley had... was one of the victims, but there was a twin. There was a twin. No, not the,
2: No, I know the I know the twins, but the no, the younger sister of the the one who they basically said, "Hey, here's a guy in Utah. That's oh your twin flame," and she was just like, "Okay," and you can tell. They're like telling her to, hey, tell us about it. And she's crying every time she talks. You can clearly see she's not on board with this, but she's just like she didn't have the ability to speak up and sadly to voice saying, you know, no, I'm not good with this and she went along with it because it was a cult that became a cult and dude and I, was a criminal he was a totally criminal he was a total loser and a drug
0: addict <laughs> and she went and lived with him she never met him before never she got met on a plane him. moved to utah and moved in with him and then stayed there and they convinced her that she had to say nice things about right this and person she's cr-
2: yeah. and every time she's like hey talk about it. she starts crying you can clearly see she's like no i'm yeah. not cool with this oh, just awful and these people are still operating it's and some of these people like the twin sister you talked about she's still in the group and oh man she's not
0: it's- only still in the group but she has um changed her appearance and identity in an extreme way i don't want to give any anything away from from the show but uh the twin sister is fighting to get her sister out and the other twin has cut off all communication with the family and that's where a lot of this gets dangerous and that's how you know it's a cult when they have you either quit your job and work for them or have sever ties with former friends and family and say you know they're your family now or they're the only people that support you but adam it made me so curious yeah and sad but curious as to how this person, this man, this couple could have so much control over these people. Yes, because also it was on video. It was over Zoom. Yeah, and it, that's another of part of it. Is. Yes, it's, it's not like they're living on a commune together and they're getting financial support or love or physicality. Not not like that. They're no. all on Zoom and they all yes. like went to their other jobs and had access to the outside world. Yet, yeah, they were all so heavily indoctrinated into this cult. And I understand that these people were seekers. They were searching for something they felt yep. they didn't have in their life. And that's why cults exist, because they play on vulnerable people. Yet others, like the twin, had a supportive family. She had a mother who loved her. She had a a sister who loved her, who wanted to be in her life, wanted her to be the godmother to her new niece. And yet they choose this other cultish world. Yeah. That's making them do things that maybe they would not have done before, and they fall so heavily and deeply in that it's sad that they can be so duped.
2: And we didn't even get to the part where they start pairing up people who are already in the group and of the same sex, and convincing people that you are either a um, divine masculine or a divine feminine. And hey, you are the divine masculine, so you got to be- take a man's name. So they're basically forcing people to become transgender. Mm-hmm. And they had somebody from the transgender community saying, "This is absolutely detrimental to the transgender movement because what's the big criticism from people who, um, who are against that, who are against transgender people? That oh, it's just they're just on a whim; they decide they want to be a man or woman. No, it's uh, they feel that that's who they are. But in this case, they were forcing people to do that. It was just really despicable and mm-hmm. disgusting. And again." I just don't know how people like that like live with themselves night after night. I, I guess they just look at their bank account and say, well, whatever. It's worth it.
0: It's, And it was so scary how people can be so easily duped into this. I understand that maybe in like the 60s or the 70s if they lived together or they didn't have access to outside information. But now we have the Internet. Now, I mean, these people yeah. were on Zoom. They and that's active- how they found it. Yes, they actively sought out these
2: Facebook groups.
0: And I thought to myself, well, just, you know, close the computer or, mm-hmm. you know, Google, is this a cult or or it, are Twin Flames real? And it's just amazing how willing they were to believe these people and follow them and give them their money. David, what would you think? Did you watch?
3: Uh, I did watch. I found it. I mean, it's fascinating, like you said, Adam, but I actually found it really difficult to watch because what you're watching is essentially it's it's spiritual abuse is the way I would define it. And it may be uncomfortable as somebody. So I have worked at a church. I did 10 years where my paycheck came from a church and that's the system that we have set up. And not to this extent, but we see problems like this where churches are Churches, but they also make money and that can cause corruption. And we see things with the prosperity gospel and other churches that, oh, if we create this environment that invites the certain kind of people and then they donate and we get money. And, and uh, guess
2: what? We're a nonprofit. We don't have to pay taxes. We don't have to
3: pay tax And we've seen that story over and over. And I'm, I'm not claiming that, you know, Christian churches and other religions are doing anything to the extent of this. But uh, you see things and you go, okay, why is that church doing that? is it so, really about are. pursuing you know pursuing Christ or whatever you want to say or is it if we do this and we get more butts and seats then our dollars go up and things happen and it just it made me pause and think about a lot of the yeah. churches i see and the things they do and it's it's convicting as somebody who's who's in that world a lot
2: again we're talking about escaping twin flames it's on Netflix. Netflix. It's a three-part series.
0: The second and third parts were better, by the way. Someone said they fell asleep halfway through. The second, the the first part was a little slower. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second and third parts do pick up, and there is so much drama in the second and third parts. They get s- the 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 people who run this, uh, Jeff and Shalea. Shalea, I don't, you know, they they get um, really controlling. Oh yeah, with money and with people's gender identity and also he even like refers to himself as godlike at oh, some yeah. point and i thought to myself wow that's when a lot of these people should have been like okay this is a problem but sometimes they were just too embedded and they had cut ties with their families and other people that could help support them so it was hard to get out
2: well the chief mentioned it when we were talking to the chief it's just about groupthink yeah when you get involved in groupthink and everybody starts those doubts that you have go away when other people are there to say, oh, don't worry about mm-hmm. that. And they kept falling back to this mirror exercise. Basically, the mirror exercise was figure out whatever else, whatever you're objecting to mm-hmm. and then decide it's a you problem and get over it. I right. mean, that's basically what it was.
0: Right. Like your boyfriend's a criminal and a drug addict. Well, that's obviously that's a you, you problem. Yes. So <laughs> you're not accepting him for oh. who he is. And I'm like, oh, my God. I can't. And the poor thing. I mean, she was like 19 years old. Yes. She was so vulnerable. Uh, of course you wonder where's the family but some had families yes. and they still some people are vulnerable and some people want that they want to believe so badly in what they're doing is right yeah. or that they will find their true love because they're so desperate for love and um th- and twin flames by the way of course they deny all of this but they still exist yes which is and they're still functioning and he yeah. said he was going to buy a piece of land in Michigan and they were going to live together and he might yeah. start sleeping with the people to yes uh, propagate the bloodline. It was, I mean, it was insane. But it's cur- it's present day. These people yeah. that talked on the air just escaped this cult, you know, two years ago or three
2: years ago. So
0: it was fascinating. I, I give it. Someone said they they fell asleep one out of ten candles. Yeah,
2: two people said it was boring. I, I thought it was fascinating. I'm going to give it like
0: eight that. out of ten flames.
2: Yeah, eight and a half for me. Yeah, David. I'm not quite there. Six and a half. Okay. Six. And it was and a half. good. All right.
0: All right. Someone said Twin Flames started episode two. So creepy. Yeah, creepy, but good to know the vulnerability of people and that there are bad people out there wanting to hurt you.